Hey, beautiful people. I'm Sarah, and welcome to my show, Ignited by Inner Beauty, a podcast that is setting the world on fire with body positivity, female empowerment, and self-love. If you need some feel-good vibes and a reminder of just how beautiful you truly are, then you came to the right place. I'm so excited to share what's in store for you today. Welcome to episode 33 of Ignited by Inner Beauty. In this episode, I speak with professional organizer and life coach Jessica. She is the owner of JK Organizing LLC, and we had such a fantastic conversation. She talks about her breadth of experience and um, degrees and job experiences that really brought her to where she is now as a professional organizer and how all those skills have really helped her along her journey and help her do what she does today. Uh, We also talked so much about self-care that's so important to her um, and about starting her own business as a female entrepreneur. I absolutely love her just caring and intentional approach to being a professional organizer. She talks so much about how the work she does is working very intentionally with a lot of people, especially going through different or sometimes difficult, sometimes fantastic life transitions um, and just working with them um, in that space as well and and, um, it was just fantastic to hear that and how that brought her into being a life coach as well. Um, she has such an impressive background and a, such a fantastic journey. Um, I'm so excited to hear all of the great um, knowledge that she brings to the podcast, as well as some of her fantastic organizing tips that she shares. So um, stay tuned for that as well. Um, so without further ado, here is Jessica. Well, thank you so much, Jessica, for being a guest on the show. I'm super excited to have you. Why don't you start us off by telling our audience how you're ignited by inner beauty and tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So my name is Jessica Torini. I'm the owner of JK Organizing LLC. I'm a professional organizer and coach. Established my business in February of 2020 of all spaces and time. So I'm, in addition to an entrepreneur, I am a wife. I am a mom of two girls, a Black Lab and Shepherd mix. They all keep me very busy. So I love the work that I do. I'm very passionate inside and outside, helping my clients to find clarity in their homes and their lives. And um, I do volunteer work, which is something that I'm also very passionate about and just being connected in the community. And the inner beauty piece, I feel like what resonates for me is just kind of self-care. So kind of working on the inside out for me and helping others to do the same. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And how did you get into organizing? It's something I've always loved to do. So I know many professional organizers kind of relate it back to when they were young. So I'm going to do just the same. So when I was little, I loved organizing and keeping things tidy and helping my two younger siblings keep their spaces in order. And then over the years, it was just helping friends and family get their spaces in order. And then ultimately, I knew that being a professional organizer was a thing. So I decided to check it out probably 10 plus years ago initially when I had the idea And it wasn't the time or space. So fast forward to January of 2020, that light bulb went off again. I was like, let me check this out. Found a group on Facebook called Jumpstart to be a professional organizer, starting working with the admin of the group who coached women to start their own professional organizing businesses. 
I got my LLC in February of 2020 and the rest is history with all the highs and lows in between. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and that's, I, I feel like organizing has become maybe a little more, um, in the front of people's minds, maybe with 2020 and cleaning out being in their home so much, but also I feel like, like Netflix shows and like Marie condoing your life have like ver become very, um, trendy. So have you, um, I guess for most of your clients, are you helping people like declutter or just organize or, or, uh, what they already have, or maybe a little bit of both? What does that typically look like? It's definitely a combination. So I'm going to kind of backtrack a little bit here. So when I started my business, I just foundationally was a professional organizer. So helping clients with kind of day-to-day -day clutter, mostly residential, a little bit of commercial organizing. And then over time, I found the need to kind of dive deeper. And I was working with a lot of clients going through major life transitions. So I went through the Health Coach Institute in April of 21, over, the, over about a year and a half certified as a life health and transformation coach. So we can kind of explore up beyond the clutter, um, but kind of the day-to-day -day clutter room by room. So I do touch on all spaces in the home, including attics, basements, garages, and just meeting the clients where they're at because every client has a different need. So there isn't a one-size-fits-all method for my clients. I just meet them where they're at and I serve the purpose that I need to serve in their lives. And even with some of the products that I may use, I may be repurposing or making recommendations for products that I think would work best for them. A lot of my clients actually have ADD or ADHD. So I'm able to put systems in place for them that work for them, for their families. And sometimes we do, the systems fall apart. You know, life happens, things get a little crazy. So we kind of hold a space for that. And, you know, we can come back and reflect on that or do a maintenance program. I had a entrepreneur recently that asked me if I do maintenance programs. And I was like, that's a good point. I mean, entrepreneurs, we're balancing so many different things. And sometimes it's just simply to hard to keep the systems in place. Or if we think about families as they're kind of growing and expanding and they go from a family of two to having kids and so on and so forth, what does the system need to be in the home? And what is the life flow or the workflow going about the day? I love that. Yeah. And that's so interesting to tie it into, you know, with your everyday life and, and life coaching. Cause it is, I guess our homes are so much of where we spend time or even I'm sure in commercial places, offices, like this is, you have to, um, you know, take care and kind of, um, I, I'm definitely a person who feels like when I, when my space and my desk and everything is organized, I just feel better. I feel like I can focus all that stuff. So I definitely see the tie in there. <laughs> yes, for sure. Awesome. And, um, tell me a little bit about, um, just being an entrepreneur as a woman, what is, how is that, um, uh, what does that journey look like for you and creating your own LLC and, um, embarking on this, um, uh, you know, to, to not only be an organizer, but to to be a business owner as well. Yeah, it's, it's very empowering and it is definitely a journey. There's definitely highs, there's lows, and there's a lot to learn because you have your expertise and there's a space for that, but then you need to know all the business development pieces along the way, which you learn um, over time. So I'm currently in a program through the Anne Arundel County Economic Department that focuses on business development. It's called the Inclusive Ventures Program. So it's a special program where I get to learn all the different aspects of business development. How do I really sustain my business and how do I grow my business? 
And with that being said, it is just me. So I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things as a business owner. So learning how to, to delegate and to expand and, and be okay with that. So for me, what comes up is kind of like the limiting beliefs. So what are the things that even I myself as a coach have to overcome so I can take those next steps in growing my business? But it's been really fun and kind of exploring and having flexibility with time. And really for me, a big thing is just being an example, a leader for my own family and showing them that you can do anything and, and everything. Um, but you definitely have to have the support to, to do that. You can't do anything alone. So. Yeah, that's a great point. And um, it's so, it's incredible to see. I feel like you mentioned so many courses and like, just like soaking up all this um, learning from, uh, from different resources of um, how you can really succeed in this. So that's just so um, so cool to hear about as well. Um, I'm sure it's probably helps when, um, to lean back on <laughs> when things get hard, maybe. Absolutely. Awesome. So what, um, I guess what has you talked about being a uh, entrepreneur, how else do you feel empowered or in your day-to-day, um, helping people through organizing or, or just leading your own business? What is, what does empowerment look like to you? Yeah, so for me, I would say empowerment starts with kind of the beginning of my day. So putting myself in the right mind space from the get-go. So for me, that's a self-care routine. And that usually involves some yoga, some journaling, some daily devotionals. And I change it up now and again. But just having that as a starting point is very empowering for my day. I'm kind of taking control of my day from the start and just creating a better on a pathway for my day as I go along. And I really, really enjoy working with each and every one of my clients because they all have a story. We all have stories. And they're just going through some deep, dark times sometimes. And sometimes we're celebrating a lot of things. And sometimes the celebrations aren't necessarily huge, but they're the small wins. And I encourage celebrating those small wins. So we can kind of go back and forth and supporting and celebrating one another. Um, And then I feel like there's just so many things. I'm a very big connector. So I love just networking and collaborating with other business owners and building friendships. And, you know, how can we really come together in the community? I did mention volunteering. So I am the volunteer coordinator for Life of Joy Foundation. It's a foundation that fosters a holistic approach to mental health and suicide prevention. So I'm very passionate about that because mental health touches on different aspects of family and friends in my own life. And then I'm also actively involved in volunteering my own church, which is the church at Severn Run here in in Arundel County in Maryland. Wow. Yeah. So well-rounded. I feel like you must bring such an interesting perspective to working with your clients. It's very, um, instead of just, you know, one-sided, like let's organize this, you're bringing in life coaching and then you have, um, you know, advocating for mental health as well. Kind of like this multifaceted, it seems like such a multifaceted approach, um, to really working and connecting with your clients. I, I love hearing that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, so as an, uh, entrepreneur, I know it must be, it can be a little chaotic. You mentioned ups and downs and and how self-care is important to you. Um, how do you take care of yourself, mind, body, and soul, or what are your some of your favorite practices for self-care? I know you mentioned some in the, in the starting your day that that's so So outside of that, or in addition to that, rather, um, I do appreciate acupuncture. So I try and get that now and again, um, that's been really good. Just kind of like taking a day for a spa day, whether it's like an hour or two at a spa or taking my girls to get, get pedicures, things like that. I love nature. So just being outside, taking my dog for walks. Um, my husband, and I typically walk our dog 
um, you know, once or twice a day if we can, while it's super crazy with the weather here in Maryland. Um, and then just exploring new activities and new ideas and just, you know, connections and relationships are very meaningful for me. And uh, I enjoy listening to meditations now and again, which can be kind of calming and, and relaxing as well. And just putting you in a better, you know, that mindset, better space. Oh yeah. I love that. Been getting into more meditations, which are so nice. So <laughs> that's been a really great way. I definitely relate there. Um, and I love just how you, you know, you keep bringing up connection and, um, it's just so great to hear about. And definitely I've heard other themes among, um, other entrepreneurs, but you think of just, you know, working for yourself and being kind of like this one, one woman show, but then also that, um, you know, you mentioned that necessity of the support and, um, connecting with other people. So it's not just this maybe like isolated experience. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that, those support systems and, um, how they've helped you succeed as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. So I'm in a couple referral groups locally here, and um, I'm always looking to attend different networking events, which helps to kind of build relationships. Because oftentimes we're meeting some people that we already know, and we're, and we're meeting new people as well. And the other thing I'm actually getting into myself in the expansion of my business with regard to connection is creating holistic wellness events. So it's that intentional self-care for ourselves as entrepreneurs in one facet. And then for my clients, giving them a space to where they can come and be purposeful about taking care of their own self-care needs, as well as retreats. I think it's just amazing to be able to kind of get up and go away and kind of really be involved in self and with a group and connecting again. And there's just so much power and purpose in that. And I feel like the world is so much greater and so much more powerful when we get together and, and get connected. And also kind of holding the space for maybe I can't help you. Maybe I'm not a direct help, but I could indirectly help in another facet. Or I know somebody or that person knows somebody who can ultimately help you or get you the help that you need. So I always like to kind of advocate for resources in general. So even if I'm not a good fit for somebody, at least I can get them headed in the direction that they're trying to go towards. Yeah, that's such a great um, example. I think those, um, you know, just referral networks and can be so powerful. And also I think about it I, um, also of, of a great way for women to be supporting women. If you know other female entrepreneurs and you're like, I don't do this, but my good friend does. Like, it's such a great way to uplift other people um, who have other skills and, and talents. So um, that's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and um, what is one thing, a little, a little off topic, but what is one thing that you like most about yourself that has nothing to do with your appearance? <laughs> one thing I like most about myself, what comes up for me is the word character. I think just kind of the way that I represent myself and I'm very authentic in what I say and what I do. And I just have grown more into that, if you will, because when I first got into this world of networking, back in 2020, you know, everything was virtual. And then we got out of the virtual space. And then it's like, how do we talk and connect and, and really be ourselves in front of other people? So I've really grown into, into my voice, I feel like, in a sense, um, being way more confident in kind of speaking, whether it's giving a presentation or having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody for the first time, or even talking to new clients. Um, 
it can be exciting and kind of scary at the same time because you want to do everything on your part to meet their needs and make make sure that you're you're meeting those expect expectations, whatever they may be, and that you're in good communication with them. Yeah, that's so great. I feel like um COVID definitely like put a damper on some social skills around some people. So learning how to connect with people once again and um really have those conversations is, is so great. So um that's wonderful. I think you uh, definitely bring that great character um, there. And I know you shared with me previously, I was wondering if you'd like to share with our audience just a little bit of your, you've had such an interesting journey and have had so many um, like jobs and different paths and just like such a, we've mentioned some of your skills, but such a broad sweeping set of skills I'm so impressed by. Um, so maybe you could share a little bit about that with how um, it brought you to where you are today with um, organizing and life coaching, things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, it's back to the journey. So my first job was working in customer service. And then from there over the years, I was teaching karate. I was a nanny. Yes, I'm a second degree black belt in Kempa karate. Love that too. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and um, from there, as I was kind of going through school and trying to figure out which direction I wanted to go, I ended up in the field of um, dental serving um, patients in the oral surgery world. So I worked for a group of oral surgeons for a number of years, about 11 years on and off. And that journey led me to doing something completely different. I'm like, hey, let's explore this whole field of law enforcement. And I was really interested in forensics. And as I was kind of doing my searches and trying to figure out which direction to go with that, landed on applying for the Anne County um, Police Training Academy. And I did get into the academy and I went through the academy and at the on the other side of that, decided that it was not for me. I'm so very grateful for the experience. Uh, and I did meet my husband through the academy. So it wasn't all a loss, but lots, lots learned there, lots gained for sure. And still in, in contact with those, those classmates of mine and um, such a great experience. So I came out on the other side of that. And in March of 2018, so when we graduated from that program, and then I went back to working as a surgery assistant and lo and behold, before we knew it, we were creeping up on COVID before we even knew it was a thing and happening. And that's when I got into my business. So just being able to take, you know, lessons learned through there and just the scenarios and just kind of venture into the world of entrepreneurship. <laughs> that is so cool. I like, I'm just so amazed by all the different things and such like a worldly experience from like, I'm like, wow, like there's probably still so much like you maybe still remember from like police training and just like, so, so interesting to me and just a testament. I feel like for so many, um, I volunteer as a, um, a mentor for, um, we're working with this girl from high school now through college and just working with, um, young people like on their path. She's just so much like, I don't know if, you know, that everyone's questioning what, what will I do after graduation or what, um, you know, what is this like dream job or like the one perfect job for me. And I think this is such like a great testament of like it, life can take you in so many different places. And I feel like each experience can be so valuable. It doesn't, um, you may not be like, um, you know, future generations who stay in the same job for like, you know, 30 years or something. So, um, it's just, um, life can take us in interesting ways. So that's so, um, I just really admire the, seeing that, um, journey of, of different paths and where it's taken you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's so great. Um, and is there like, 
something that, um, I guess like stands out along the way, or do you think that you use some of your skills, um, like even now in organizing that you learned from like previous job experience or things like that, that you think, um, just like come up still that maybe you wouldn't expect? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of everything when I even think about it right now, um, the customer service, uh, I worked at Panera Bread and I was serving customers there. So I'm mean, customer service is one piece of what I do now. And thinking about when I was a nanny and I was teaching karate, I still to this day babysit now and again, and I'm with children and working with families and thinking about um, working with a patient and those, those relationships that you're building there when you're working with them. Because it's a scary place for some people. Some people walk in and they're just absolutely terrified. It's their worst nightmare. So being able to be there and support them in that space mm-hmm. is very valuable and honoring. And then through the police academy, I would say just kind of the scenarios that I went through that ultimately what came out of that for me was just the awareness. So being in, you know, kind of catching those red flags or knowing the protocols I should be taking as I'm, you know, entering somebody's house. I'm not going in completely blinded. Um, I'm having conversations with people, meeting people in public. So I'm taking those safety precautions. And of course, my husband's a police officer, so he's going to make sure that everything's in check too. So yeah, I think definitely a little bit of everything. And even thinking about back through my education. So I have an associate's in business management. I have a master's and a master's in criminal justice. So even just the things I learned through from the education side of things. And again, it's back to that journey. And like, when you're trying to figure things out, it is okay to kind of step away or step back into something. And it's kind of like all this interwoven. I feel like everything serves a purpose and everything is a stepping student to a greater life. And we all have a choice in the end. So we can decide which way we're going to go. Yeah. That's such a great example. It, um, it also just is so interesting to see like the transferable skills or like, you know, just even as people said, like learning is never wasted, even if you have a degree in one thing and use it in a different way. Um, I know someone who, um, got like a master's in engineering and then she's like, actually, I'm going to like own and run my own fitness studio. And she's been super successful about that. And it's, you know, like maybe just like the methodical, like engineering mind has helped her to like grow a super successful business. And it's just so, um, interesting to, to see all that. And it's really, um, admirable. So I, I love that so much. Um, but I guess back to, um, your, your current day to day. So we talked a little bit about organ or secret sauce maybe, but do you have like tips for people or, um, anything that you maybe see or, um, that can benefit our listeners about maybe some commonalities of how people can, um, clean up their areas or organize, um, in, in any ways that can benefit them? Absolutely. So a couple of throughout, one is just bringing back to the basics and keeping it super simple. So if you have, let's just say like, for example, I'm in my office right now and I've got a bookshelf behind me. So it's, you know, setting a timer for five to 10 minutes and just tackling, even if it's that one square on that one bookshelf and just kind of sifting through and doing initial, okay, this can stay, it can go and leave it as simple as that. And then once the timer goes off the end of five or 10 minutes, is it staying great? put it back on the shelf. Is it going? Put it back, you know, put it in whatever space it needs to go to. 
Um, and then of course, you know, you can get more detailed and if you want to have the recycling pile and the donation pile and so on and so forth, they can get so involved and we can be so overwhelmed by trying to create all these piles and then, and then what? So just keep it super simple. Um, the timer method's great. And then having an accountability partner, whether it's a friend or it's family, get somebody involved with you. Don't do it alone. Play some music, have some fun, celebrate that you took five to 10 minutes to declutter a small area because that's success. So celebrating the small wins is a big one too. And that kind of encourages you to keep on going through the process. And I love to repurpose things. So I don't think you always have to spend hundreds of dollars on organizing products. Oftentimes my clients do have tons of organizing products and then they're just overwhelmed because they have all these things. So just kind of taking what you have and repurposing and I'll give an example of that. So um, one of my daughters has this cute little um, two level shelf bookcase from Ikea and she's, she's now 12. So she's had this for a number of years. And over the years, it's evolved from organizing toys to organizing books to now it's at one point, at least it was in her closet. And I just had folded up her sweatshirts and put those on the shelf. So you can definitely get creative and just you don't have to have tons of things and, and tons of, you know, you don't have to create all these spaces for all these things because it will drive you bananas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tip. Yeah, <laughs> I think. um Something I feel like, at least for me anyway, is keeping, it feels so great when you like clean out even a little space or like a, a drawer that's been just like a junk drawer and you finally clean out, you feel great. I think one of the hardest things is like keeping it that way <laughs> when you're in a rush and other yes. things like that. Um, do you have any like tips for checking in on, um, you know, to either maintain a, you know, organized, organized, uh, life or space, um, or do you recommend like kind of doing a check-in with yourself every few months or yeah, what are, what are any good yeah. recommendations there? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So as you start to get your systems in place in order to maintain it, something you want to stay on top of, obviously. So I think the greatest recommendation I can make or suggestion I can make is just blocking the time and doing it on a weekly. So again, it could be, you know, setting maybe do 10 or 15 minutes at the end of the week or a particular time on a Saturday or Sunday and just make sure the systems that you've set up, everything is there where it needs to be. Because yes, I mean, things happen, life gets crazy, our schedules get super crazy during the week. So sometimes things are gonna get thrown around coming through the house, but you know, at the end of the week, getting everything back in order and preparing for the next week and even just kind of a day to day. So, you know, take five or 10 minutes to sweep up the living room sweep up your office and get things back into some kind of tidy fashion. So you're starting fresh in the day and you're not starting your day in chaos. And that'll help you kind of keep things even keel throughout the week as well. Oh, that's a great tip. I feel like it's so much less daunting when I'm like, okay, like 10 minutes, like I can do that. Right. Instead of yeah. like, I need to organize everything in my entire home. And <laughs> right. That's great. <laughs> And you'll actually do it for sit there for a few minutes and then. Yeah. And, um, and it's nice because you get a little bit of instant gratification and you don't necessarily yeah. have to get the entire room or the entire house organized, like you said. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> um, definitely great tips. Um, and I did also want to circle back. So um, you mentioned you're also a life coach as well. So for people who aren't, um, or you are certified as a life coach, for people who aren't familiar with that, can you tell us a little bit about? Um, what a life coach is and what um, you're trained to do. 
Yeah, absolutely. So life coaching encompasses so many different things. So it could be money, relationships, it could be spirituality, it could be kind of focusing on, you know, that mental health component. It could be focusing on, you know, nutrition and fitness and all these different facets. So really, I just kind of, again, back to basics and keeping things simple is starting with a client and finding out what are their top three goals and just kind of breaking those down into what's underneath those top three goals. Because oftentimes we have to dig a little deeper to find out what it is that we truly want to get to and helping to stretch out that process and, and create those stepping stones to achieving those top three goals. So I'm meeting people in different spaces and it's not necessarily, you know, one facet or another. And sometimes we're working on a couple of different things. Maybe we're doing a little bit of health work. We're doing the trans transformative work, which is kind of the limiting beliefs, things that are holding us back. So how can we change our perspective? How can we shift our mindset on that? And then there's action steps involved. So usually I see my clients on a weekly basis and it's going to be two to three action steps. And we do the check-in. So they've got that accountability piece and just setting them up for success and holding the space for when we do have a fallback. We just get right back on track and we keep on moving along. We don't let that keep us down. So, yeah. That's great. I think it's very, um, seems very introspective, right? At least for the um, person coming to you instead of a life coach being like, this is how you live your best life. I'm going to give you all this stuff. It's very like, what are your goals? Like what, what can we accomplish? And you can be that support and accountability and kind of provide tips along the way. So that's really, um, really cool thing to help people like achieve, um, whatever that, you know, and, and goal is, is for them. Yeah, absolutely. Do you meet with people who, um, who maybe don't have set goals or help uh, helping them really establish that, or maybe are a little confused of like, I don't know where I want to go next on the journey. Um, how is that kind of, um, fit into life coaching? Yeah. So I haven't yet had that experience, but I know that will calm down this out in the universe, mm -hmm. but, um, definitely just kind of having a conversation, kind of seeing where they are kind of in their present state, you know, maybe what are some of their challenges? What are some changes that they want to make? What do they find that they're successful in, you know, and how can we put all these together? And it's really just having a conversation and, and seeing where, yeah. what they're at and, you know, uh, what they ultimately want to accomplish. So sometimes they know and we just kind of have to figure out what that is. And that's even with organizing spaces. There's a reason why we're in, in, we're in chaos and things got out of hands. And again, sometimes the life transitions. Sometimes it's, it's, it's a medical piece and we need to create a space that can support those spaces that we're in with our mental health or physical health and being able to, you know, have a safe environment. Yeah, that's, um, that is so great. I, I love how, um, there's an added, like even higher purpose, maybe I'd say to like organizing, right. It's not just as surface level as, Oh, like, let's just clean up this or clean up that you're so right. Like going through, um, I can imagine so many, um, reasons why somebody may want, um, a professional to come in and help them through a big life transition or, um, just getting maybe that support that they need to, um, work through, um, like the chaos of the everyday. So, um, that's, that's super interesting to think about of, um, you know, it's can be more surface level than just, you know, aligning, aligning your things on a shelf, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. There's, there's definitely a lot more, it gives a lot deeper. And I think the initial, 
outside perspective or person would think that it's just making things look pretty, which yes, in a sense, could be a little bit of, of design with it, making things pretty, but ultimately we want to be realistic. So the systems that we're setting up, making sure that they work for you and it's not just HGTV, here you are. Um, that's all good and great, but it only lasts for so long. Right. Right. That's so beneficial. Um, so, um, to transition a bit, what I would love to hear, what was a time when you recently felt beautiful? Time when I recently felt beautiful or not recently. There's been a couple. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I feel like there's been a couple of times, um, one that pops up in my mind is I'm part of a community called Baltimore Real Producers. And there's this summer soiree event that we have every year. My husband came with me last year and they always had that red carpet space. And you just feel so fancy when you come up there and you get your yeah. photo. <laughs> so that was fun. And when I did, a, I did a branding photo shoot a few years back and it's just, you know, being myself and having fun in a day that was all about me and branding my business that was super fun. And just, I feel like it's a special moments, like the events with yeah. like family and, and things like that. Like I think about my daughter's graduation, we were both dressed up and just things like that, where we're celebrating and having fun and, and really enjoying life. I love that. Yeah. That's so nice. It tied into, um, I definitely really, I feel like, um, even inner beauty can really shine through when you feel like dressed up and you're like, feel really good about myself, or I'm going to like be a special event or, um, something like for your business, feeling very like empowered and, um, having it about you. So I love how they can, they can definitely combine into like shine through in your outer beauty and like putting on a, a, a beautiful outfit and, and all that stuff as well. <laughs> so great tie-in. Um, wonderful. Well, I just want to say thank you for all the great work that you that you do for your clients and everything. It really shines through um, from organizing and life coaching, all the volunteer work that you've done. Um, I just um, I'm just certain that your clients will benefit so much from all the care and thoughtfulness as well as your skills that you put into your work. Um, is there anything um, you like to end on or things that um, you didn't get a chance to talk about that you wanted to um, share with our audience? Wow. So many things. Um, I feel like we touched on so many things, what I meant to say, <laughs> but this has just been a great experience that I'm very grateful for. And I think just cherishing the moments, no matter how small they are and just really enjoying life, you know, cause we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So just making the most of each and every day and building relationships and just knowing that you're not alone and you do have a purpose, you are serving a purpose and that everything you do is just building up to something greater. So and sometimes we just need that, you know, outside perspective, that mindset shift to, to help us see, take the blinders off and see the beauty, you know, inside out and know that there's more to us than just kind of like the physical, you know, uh, appearances, you know, and there's greatness inside of us, which is just empowering in itself to think about. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing that. Where can people find you if they're interested in, um, you know, having your wonderful skills and, um, have having JK organizing help them. Yeah, absolutely. So organizing homes and lives.com is my website and that's going to have all the details and, you know, phone number 443-681-0115 email info at JK organizing LLC.com. And I'm on social media. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you can find me. 
Wonderful. And we'll put um, the link to um, all that in the description of this episode as well. So you can um, check out all the wonderful services that Jessica can provide. But thank you so much for being on and just sharing your inner beauty with us, um, sharing your journey, um, just the great work that you do. Um, So appreciate it. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Ignited by Inner Beauty. I hope this episode served as a reminder of just how beautiful and worthy you are. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe, provide a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and share this episode with a friend. For more information about Ignited by Inner Beauty, please go to ignitedbyinnerbeauty.com and sign up for my email list to keep up to date on new blog posts and podcast episodes. If you'd like to support my mission of empowering women, you can go to patreon.com slash ignitedbyinnerbeauty and receive some exclusive content and giveaways. If you're not already following me on social media, please follow me on Instagram at ignitedbyinnerbeauty and Twitter at ignitedbeauty. Thank you again for joining me and please tune in for the next episode.